1: Welcome back people to the off top podcast otherwise known as the man what's up with free agency this no there's no otherwise known as man I'm a little salty there's a lot to get into if you hear gunshots in the background just remember they are not gunshots it's fireworks It's Canada Day and I happen to be right beside a park people can be blasting fireworks for the next four hours. I'm not going to get a chance to sleep. Man, I don't but, care what
0: you're talking about right now, bro. Oh, okay. it's, it is going to be gunshots, because I'm editing this pod. It's going to be gunshots all on this podcast. Yo. Why was that? Uh, no, I'm adding gunshots. Yo. <laughs> it's uh, it's Legend of Winning, a.k.a. Low but we're getting into this. First and foremost. Okay, let's, let's, let's start off with no, uh, stop, Anthony Tolliver. No, stop. Stop. We're not. Let's we're begin not. with stop, Anthony Tolliver. Stop, stop. Don't play, don't play Mario with Mario Hazonia? Don't, let's don't begin with Fred with me. Van
1: Fleet. How about that?
0: Don't play with me, agent.
1: Okay. What do you want to talk about? What's on your mind?
0: Look, I done told y'all for the last five, six years. We, we, we gave y'all time. We let y'all build y'all little franchise up. We let y'all do what y'all needed to do to think y'all was making some progression in your franchise. Guess what? You weren't. Y'all trash. Y'all franchise players was DeMar Rosen, Andre Drummond. John Wall. Russell Westbrook. James Harden. Oh, oh, uh, Lo. LeBron's not going to LA. You thought. That's what you thought. That's what you thought, right? Are you dumb? That's what man. You I don't want to do this today, bro. Stop, stop, I mean,
1: today, stop, stop. Today's stop, not stop. the day, low. Come stop, on. Stop,
0: stop. You thought. That's what you thought was gonna happen, but it, it actually went through. So the greatest player of all time, because let's just be honest, he's the greatest player of all time now. The, the, the greatest player Whoa! of all time <laughs> is now putting on a Lakers jersey. And if you're not the Warriors, and I guess the Celtics, because, you know, there's still conferences, which we got to get into as well, because that that just needs to be embolished. What am I if hearing you, right now? If, this... you're, if you're not the Golden State Warriors, you wasted the last five, six years. You wasted it. And the Lakers, we played back. You know, we sat back, let Kobe retire, do his thing, try to build up something, and y'all laughed. Y'all made fun. But I'm going to tell y'all right now, y'all have never seen my YouTube page when the Lakers is good. It's about to be a Laker update every week. Every week. So let me hit you with the reality check real quick. No, there ain't no reality check. What's your team doing? What's your team doing? What's your team Golden doing? Golden State Nothing. is winning
1: the championship anyway. That's, hey, that's the reality. Hey, hey. Check. Hey, I'm
0: gonna and I'm going to tell you right now. Let me like give I you said a before, unless, you're, unless Even you're Golden if State. If you get
1: Kawhi,
0: Golden State is still winning the championship. Hey, like I said before, unless you're Golden State, hey, everybody else, you trash. Y'all trash. Let's get something clear. Y'all trash. Can
1: we, uh, are we, are you done with that little? I don't, what was that?
0: Yo, drop, yo. I'm telling you right now. All of a sudden, you're a huge proponent
1: of removing conferences and LeBron being the go. That's a weird 180. I've I've always
0: said remove conferences. I've always said that. That is not anything new. I you know I have a change of heart every now and then, AJ. Come on now, we okay. all know this.
1: <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to just have a change of heart, man. I can have what, a
0: change of heart every what now and then. You
1: change of heart? Can I ask? Do you mind me asking?
0: It just it just settled. It just hit me. I'm like, man, you Lebron. He's just he does a little bit of everything. So great. He's just a well rounded player. He's really active in the community. That's but like it must have been something because
1: those are all things you knew, right? But you you said Magic jo- Magic jo- Michael Michael. Michael Jordan was the best. Sorry, I'm having it just, trouble it,
0: today. just it just hit me, man. You know when that and that purple and gold press up on your skin, man. It <laughs> hey, ain't got nothing else to say, but that's that's it. But like I said before, y'all franchises who've been running around in the same place for the past five six years, and y'all thought y'all was doing something. <laughs> okay, all right, <laughs> okay. So let's let's dive into okay. it. Let's stop all this all right. arrogant. Uh, What's, what's, what's hey, what's your team, team doing, agent? What's your team doing? What y'all doing with Demar?
1: We uh, we resigned Fred Van Fleet. We were up to that. Oh, uh,
0: what y'all doing with Kyle Lowry? Give
1: it time. Free agency just again. Your team trash. Your team oh, trash. But go ahead, go. Di- Let's dive
0: into it. Let's dive into it. So the greatest player joined the Los Angeles Lakers. For those out there who don't know, he actually okay, signed a four-year ta- deal. Hold on,
1: hold on, hold on. This ahead, is exactly bro. why I n- I hate it when players join the Celtics or the Lakers. Those two franchises have fan bases that are so toxic that act exactly the way you're acting right now, Lo, that we're going to see for the entire course of the regular season because both the Celtics and the Lakers now have great teams. Okay, we got that out of the way. I'm salty, all right? I'm talking for the rest of the 25 NBA teams out here, all right? If you're a Celtics fan, if you're a Lakers fan, if you're a Bulls fan— if you are, what's another team that always bounces back somehow? The Spurs trash
0: just trash, trash. You, you name of trash. If right you are a
1: fan of any of those teams, I need you to recognize right now, before we move forward, before you do anything else with your life, before you have any other thought, that you are the most spoiled of sports fans. You are so incredibly lucky. Teams like the Hornets have just been booty butt cheeks forever right toronto's been who's, in the league for 20 fault years is that? and the who's the, fault is the that? best we got was the eastern conference finals right who's we're talking fault is about that? portland Trailblazers have been running on the same fucking treadmill for the last billion and who, decades. and whose who's fault is that so, let me get to the point man let me get to okay, the please, point yeah please get to it so the the cities that have established histories of winning aka the celtics aka the spurs and or cities that have in Fantastic life, like we're talking in terms of just lifestyle. Everybody wants to be in LA. Damn near every fucking NBA player has a house in LA for the summer that they chill at. So, just having that as an advantage, first of all, saying it right now out loud makes me wonder why the Clippers are bad for so long and how they couldn't acquire like fantastic talent. Laker fans, I'm talking to you right now. You need to recognize. How incredibly blessed your team is. Because you just sit there and predict that Paul George is going to come here. LeBron, you had LeBron in the Laker jersey six years ago. And every year since then, you had him in a Laker jersey and you were predicting that he was going to come by. And I didn't think he was ever going to do it. But he did it. And, uh, Lo, what gets me most excited about all of this is, uh, we talk a lot about LeBron cruising in the East. There's no such thing as a cruise. No such thing. We don't know the situation with Clint Capella. But Chris Paul resigned. We we'll talk about that. Houston's looking nice. Uh, we, are they Spurs, looking nice? Are they looking nice? They're looking fantastic. Yes. No, they're
0: looking trash. That's what oh, they're yeah, looking like. Oh yeah,
1: because they lost Trevor Ariza.
0: Oh my god, what are they gonna do? Oh, okay. We'll talk. We'll talk about it. Let's let's stay on the goat real quick. Okay. Yo, LeBron. So, this man, LeBron, four year, one hundred and fifty four million dollars. My son's staying with the Lakers for a long time now. Y'all need to get. He's staying stuff there for ready. the rest of his
1: career, is what you meant
0: to say. He's, he's he's staying there for the rest of his career. So y'all need to get it together. Y'all need to get it together. Now, let me, let me, let me be, let me be real now. Let, let me be stop clear, here. Lo.
1: You're not a Laker fan. You're an Atlanta fan.
0: So stop, you're just a, Lake, you're stop. a Laker
1: enthusiast. Stop. Right? Stop. Let's use the correct right, me, terminology. Let
0: me, no, no, stop. Let me, let me be serious for a second. Okay. So, how do I, cause I know people are going to be like, Lo, how do you feel? All right. Let me be, let me be honest right now.
1: You, first of all, you were being honest when you said all that extra stuff. I hey, hey, hey,
0: ain't gonna lie, you're right. I was being honest. Your team trash. You ain't got LeBron on your roster, you're trash. LeBron winning the MVP for the next five years in a row with that LA on his chest. Let's get something clear about that. But We're me, gonna break records, say,
1: by the way, for the All Star voting. <laughs> we'll keep going.
0: Exactly. Let me let me be clear though. Let me let me be free though. Even though I am positive that I'm happy that LeBron is with the Lakers, and I said this was gonna happen a you year did ago. It.
1: I never heard. I you did say it on, one my, time. on my
0: on my cha- on my channel is a video clearly lining out that he was going to stay. I mean, he was going to uh-huh. come to LA. Right, right, right. Um, right. Remember, like but, four but months even, but ago even, on our
1: podcast, when I was like, the Lakers just made had the most fantastic trade deadline, cleared up all that cap space, and you're like, but what are they going to use it
0: for? They're not going to get pulled. Yeah, okay, I remember, but, okay. Look, before we we got to break a lot of things down. Let me be for real. It's a. I'm. I'm. I'm more positive than I am negative, but it's it's definitely mixed, right? The positive out of it is obviously LeBron is the best hey, player we in the, the NBA. know the positive. What could possibly yeah. be the negative, though? He's, he's the best player in the NBA, maybe the second best in the next two or three years, but because Kevin Durant should still be uh, ascending as LeBron is on decline. The, the negative, and and LeBron is, you know, LeBron, right? But the negative side about it is, and I'm not overwhelmingly too concerned about it, just because some of the players that are on the roster right now, I'm not the biggest fan of theirs but they they can definitely still develop is that when lebron goes to a team especially la where there isn't really any other stars and there's a lot of cap and there's a lot of moves that still need to be made there's probably some requirements and prerequisites that were set in place before lebron signed and not saying that you know the wiggins and kevin love trade was all lebron but i'm pretty sure LeBron had some say so on that. Yep. Legit. And so, and so I'm, I'm looking at what's going on in LA with PG standing OKC, which means that PG's not coming. So that more than likely means that LeBron told Magic and them or whatever. Like I'm, I'm going to come, but there needs to be something else that, that has to happen. And with PG off the table, that means that Kawhi is the only one that's really left. That can make a significant difference. Shout out to Clint Capella if he comes join Dem- the team. Dem- that's that's Demar- great as well. Demar- Demar-
1: Demarcus Cousins, sorry. Demar- Demarcus, sorry.
0: No, no. Uh, Clint Capella, yes. Um, but what? Repeat going what back to Demarcus Cousins, no. Clint Capella, yes.
1: Stupidest thing I ever. If
0: heard. if we were, um, I'm not saying that. Clint, let me uh, let me be clear about this. I'm not saying Clint Capella is a better player. I just feel like he'd be a better fit playing with LeBron he and potentially. Not a he would. It'd be the uh, opposite.
1: Kawhi. He would be a worse fit. But keep no, going. No, he
0: would not. No, he wouldn't. Um, especially on the defensive end. No, he wouldn't. Um, but with the 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 potential that we would have to move a lot of pieces just to add Kawhi, which is fine, because I think the best thing for us to do is for for us to trade for Kawhi so we can retain his bird rights. So, so what do you I have think no would problem be a part of that, that deal? I, I it have to be it would news. have to be Ingram. Randall Kuzma and Josh Hart and possibly another pick. Not not all of them, but like those are, the play, those are the those are the names. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Those are the names that are being thrown out there. And it wouldn't if if I had to pick out a perfect, you know, a perfect trade that would benefit both teams. Unfortunately, unfortunately for the Spurs, Luol Deng would have to be in the, in the transaction just to make the salary work out with both teams. But it would be Luol Dang, probably Kuzma. And Ingram, that that's so what you have to enjoyed. get more.
1: I heard reports that they were looking for three first round picks, type. So uh,
0: okay, but here here's the here's the problem with San Antonio, and I don't think this this may not happen before the offseason concludes. But I think it's inevitable. With Kawhi, and I'm not, you know, I'm not even going to say Kawhi is saying this because I don't want to put no words in anybody's mouth. And everybody over the last two years kept saying that PG was saying he wants to play in LA, but come to find out, he just wanted to be on a, on a, a solid franchise in LA just hadn't made the moves before PJ made his decision to stay in OKC. You think right? he knew
1: LeBron was going
0: gonna... and to. We'll, and we'll get on that as well. But all, all I'm saying is I don't want to sit here and say that. Kawhi is saying that he wants to play in LA because I don't know what anybody's saying. A lot, a lot of the stuff that's being reported on Twitter are just lies to be quite frankly with people. But if, if I were to get Kawhi, obviously we would have to get something of significance. But the Spurs, if, the, if the belief is that Kawhi wants to play in LA and it's a one year rental, regardless of where he goes, why would I, if I'm the Celtics, if I'm the um, 76ers, why would I give up that much just to get Kawhi if I don't even know he's going to stay? Like, because that that's a massive it's risk.
1: It's season. You do whatever it takes to give LeBron the team he needs to win the championship. I
0: know. I, I, understand, I understand the L.A. part. What I'm saying is if you're the Celtics or you're the Sixers, which are basically the other two teams that are in the running and they have the assets to trade for Kawhi. If I'm moving the pieces that are needed to be moved to get Kawhi for a one-year rental— that's a risk that I might not be willing to take. And that that's basically what I'm saying. But on the flip side, if I'm L.A., and I know that as well, it's basically like L.A. and, and San Antonio right now, They're just this is like a staring contest. Like, who's willing to blink first and show their can? Because no I think both thing. of them have leverage.
1: L.A. has literally all the leverage. Because not only did they send LeBron to a four-year deal, but Kawhi said he doesn't want to be there. And as long as that's the case, the pressure is on them to make the move. We've seen the case with Kevin Love when he was with the Timberwolves. uh, And they waited too long to trade him and slowly his value developed. Like, what what are they offering? Is that your best offer? All right, then shoot the weapon. Because what people are going to end up saying is that the Spurs got ripped off. But at the end of the day, the guy is leaving next year. You will get nothing in return. And so people know that. If you wait till the trade deadline, you'll get even less. Right now, I think they're going to get offered the most. That, I don't know what the Lakers are putting in that bundle, but I'm assuming it has something to do with Kuzma, Josh Hart, maybe a pick involved with that. Uh, you said Lewald Dang might have to be involved in that deal. Okay. The Spurs are in a horrible situation. It's going to be the first time I ever see the Spurs in my lifetime just have a losing year where they have more losses than wins and they're not even in the playoffs. And that's crazy to say, but... I, I think that also means Greg Pop retires, by the way. I think that now, based on what we've seen, Woj tweeted out saying Kawhi's plans are unchanged. He wants to be a Laker. He's going to be a Laker. And so, whether it happens now or at a trade deadline, I don't think that's. I think it's a matter of time more than anything. I don't even think the Celtics can get involved, though. I don't think it's worth it for them to go out and trade for Kawhi. Honestly, it's in their best interest to maybe just wait. They're not in it. They're not going to win next year anyway. I mean, they could try, but they're not going to beat Golden State. And so, if you wait till next year, you don't have to give up anything, and then you could potentially sign him. Which, actually, no, I don't know if they'd have the cap space. I might say move they, like they don't have A-word the cap. Or something, but yeah. you see,
0: well, that that's the reason why it's so valuable to trade for him because you would immediately retain his bird rights, which is which is always. That's I mean, a really if good you, point, if, yeah. If, if you're any team, that's what you're aiming for with Kawhi or really anybody. It doesn't really even have to just be Kawhi. And so, if you're the Lakers, I understand that you have enough cap spaces to sign him in next year's offseason. But if you're thinking big picture here, you want to make sure you still leave yourself enough wiggle room in the immediate f- future because I still don't feel like a team with LeBron, Kawhi, and whoever is left on the roster is going to be good enough to beat the, um, the Warriors. And so, if if you're if you're San Antonio, I agree with you. You're you're prolonging the inevitable. However, and maybe San Antonio just ha- they can't be stuck in their ways at this point. San Antonio really doesn't have that much leverage in this situation. They have some, but not as much as they need for them to sit here and decline options from Western Conference teams. That's pretty ridiculous to be completely honest with there was
1: you. There's also a report and, that came out saying they didn't want to trade to a Western Conference team.
0: That, that's what I'm saying. And, and if you're, if the, the, the idea and the belief behind that is, is that why are we going to strengthen a, a team that is direct competition to us? A, if there isn't any conferences, which I'm not saying it's going to happen anytime soon, but if there isn't any, then everyone is your competition. And B, like you said, quite frankly, if they lose San Antonio, if they lose Kawhi, they might as well get rid of Lamarcus Aldridge, let Pop retire and just restart all over again. So there won't be any competition to you anyway, because if you're losing Kawhi, you're not even close enough to be competing with the top three to four teams in the Western conference to begin with. So this idea that they're I mean, and they may just be playing there they may just be playing the hand that they could possibly play and just putting out rumors claiming that they're not going to trade it to the Lakers, even though that makes the most sense for both teams. But again, I'm I'm just I'm still fearful on how much they're willing to move for Kawhi. That BS statement, and I don't, I don't think this is true. But and that's the reason I'm saying it's BS. That BS statement or report or whatever about Lonzo being hurt, I don't. It may be true, but I don't think it's severe enough for them to ever even reported it. Outside of the fact that they just want to make sure nobody doesn't trade for Lonzo because they may think that he's hurt. <laughs> because why? Why would you tell the media? About an injury yeah, that that if you're trying to trade him, and on top of it, it's an injury that he's going to be he's going to recover from before the season begins. That that is literally just I, we're not trading Lonzo. And if you think you want Lonzo, he's hurt. So now what? And so I don't know. I just it's that's interesting as well. But again, just going back to the LeBron thing, you know, I'm happy that LeBron is in L A. and um, I hope everything works out and stuff like that. Obviously, there's still moves that have to be made. And I'm pretty sure everyone is aware of that. Those moves that that need to be made. That's mildly
1: depressing, right? The fact that it seems like all of the free agents right now are only interested in two teams. And those two teams, actually maybe three teams. Holy, yo, you would think by how loud the fireworks is that it's mad explosive and it looks beautiful. Yo, I just want everyone to know the fireworks looks like shit. I'm looking at it right now. So, I lowkey
0: thought I thought your controller just vibrated. That's why I thought that nah, was
1: nah. It's dead as fireworks, and it sounds and looks like shit. So that's great. Three teams: the Lakers, now the Golden State Warriors, and the Houston Rockets. Those are the three teams everybody's interested in playing with. Of course, we heard the rumors with Dwight Low. There are rumors that Chris Bosh is seeking a return, and he wants to be with the Lakers. Like, Facto. What, what are we? Facto. What are we gonna? What are we gonna do, man? Like. It's everybody like from for, for if, if you're not a fan of those three teams, then you're just thinking to yourself, like, man, what the fuck? Like, w- w- in free agency, they all just stack up on the same team. And and so, I, I'm sure you're ecstatic, low, that it's your team that's stacked up. But then, when the Golden State Warriors beat you guys in the Western Conference finals, you're gonna be like, man. And then, you're gonna be like, why did Dwight Howard choose to go there? And so, that's the reality. That I ain't gonna
0: lie, that Dwight Howard rumored. That is that is giving me heartache. Like that is just giving me heartburn. That is giving me like I don't even I can't even imagine Dwight on that team. That's how overpowered that would be. <laughs> I mean I mean I, I I can imagine it, but I don't like I don't want to because that's how overpowered it would be. The thing because is he's, I don't know how good he'd be. Low? Do you think do you think Dwight Howard would be better he than JaVale? Be, he, yes, in the finals? he would be. Yes, he would be better than JaVale because if all you have to do is just pick and roll, grab lobs. And that's it. And on defensive, and I, I still feel yeah, like the white right. is uh-huh. yeah, the white is way more disciplined. Not JaVale, Javale was is. sus
1: defensively. He got a couple good blocks, and people only ever talk about what just, that. I, that's why I
0: just said they said he's yeah, way yeah, yeah, more but disciplined. His rotations
1: were straight up booty butt cheeks in the finals. Like it actually hurt for me to see. Although he did, he did well offensively. Uh, his hands so clumsy as a player. But imagine that. Imagine they get l- low. If if the Warriors get anybody, it's I mean it's already over. But if they get like. Man, I'm just hearing rumors like, where's Capella gonna go? Who knows? We just heard Aaron Gordon got snagged, so he's out of the equation now. It's like, it's the there fact. Yeah, that- I ain't gonna lie.
0: There were a few under, like, sneaky players. Like, Aaron Gordon was one of, one of them. Jabari Parker's another one. Like, I don't, like, no one's not really talking about Jabari, and he could stay. But Jabari is one of those, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, the Nets go after him because that's how desperate they are type of moves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: Like they did with Crab,
0: <laughs> and, and um and um the next might be too. good by the way on an off
1: note with Jeremy Lin back and healthy. And everything.
0: Stop! 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 And Dilo, I think I think well, they're and, right. the, and, the, and the and the Eastern Conference getting weaker, right? So,
1: it's so weak. We'll talk about that. It's so weak. Oh
0: my god. Um, but just just to wrap up my final thoughts on the LeBron thing, so we can kind of keep it pushing here. I'm I'm again I'm happy he's there. I'm, I'm kind of concerned on what was the wink wink deal for him to sign to the Lakers before anybody else came because that wink wink deal more than likely means that Ingram, Randall, and Kuzma are probably going to be leaving. And I, it's not like any of them are like franchise players or anything like that. But when you're adding a whole bunch of pieces to a team at once, Those small contracts or those rookie contracts that they, they're still signed to. Well, Randall's about to sign to his actual, um, his first legit contract, but those smaller contracts on the roster that helps you fill out the roster with competent pieces. Those are the, those are the pieces that end up making the team better than what they probably should be later on down the line as they continue to develop instead of them staying stagnant. I disagree
1: with that. I think the Rockets proved this year that. You don't really need that much depth to be an A one team in this league. No, I, I can. They I were completely running like seven players on a good day, eight players, and they were running heavy minutes on all those guys. And they I just, disagree. I disagree. That's just the way they ran, man. And especially think, the playoffs. Maybe in the regular season, it might be different.
0: But I think I think they end up catching them in the playoffs, though. I, I think that was part of the reason why it bit them in the butt because fatigue starts to hit them significantly with the six, seven, eight man rotation that they were running. And by the and by the Warriors series, you're right. They Luke by Mute, he was hurt, so he wasn't really playing. So they were limiting his minutes. Joe Johnson was on the bench not playing anything. It was literally like a six or seven rotation six or seven man rotation. And I think that was part of the reason why they just went on that run of not being able to make a three. And I just I don't want that to be The same thing with the Lakers, especially when we have—we already have the pieces. It's not like we have to go out there and find them; we have them already. It's just that we're we're definitely going to have to move some of them to get another piece, such as Kawhi. So that—that's going to be interesting.
1: So wait, this doesn't add up because when they originally made those deals at trade deadline, the reason they made them is because they wanted enough cap space for two. Oh, that's
0: that's 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 what I wanted to tell you. This what this meant. Let's pause and let's think about. The genius of LeBron. The greatest player of all time, obviously, right? This man, LeBron, had Cleveland convinced about getting young pieces and young players while also knowing that L.A. had to trim off some cap to make room for him to go on that team. (laughs) So he killed two birds on one stone. He brought in young pieces or just more players for the trade, for the trade during the um, middle of the season when they had to revamp their whole roster while also giving LA the cap leverage that they needed for the offseason. That's Mm -hmm. crazy. That I'm not saying LeBron necessarily did that himself, but he obviously, yeah, he obviously had like a massive amount of influence in that transaction with the whole Jordan Clarkson and Larry Nance move. So the fact that it all worked out and he's going to L.A., even though L.A. moved those two players to Cleveland to free up cap, that's crazy. That That's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, I guess Cleveland Cleveland is such a mismanaged team. Oh, my God. Without LeBron there, that's, that whole team is going to fall apart. And I, I think they'll still make the playoffs, but it's not going to be like just in terms of the management and their, their inability to just put the right team together is outstanding. Low, I want to ask you, though, man. It's the last question I have about this whole LeBron situation. So, uh, for a whole decade, man, LeBron fans just hated Laker fans. And, like, it was Kobe versus LeBron. And that's what we would see in the All-Star game. That's what we see on Christmas Day. And that was, like, a whole feud for, like, an entire decade, man. And so we see Kobe retire. And then the Lakers have this period where they're just horrible as a team, not making the playoffs. Now that LeBron goes there, man, I it's like all the LeBron sexuals and all of the just general LeBron fans are now gonna be Laker fans too because wherever like could you imagine Cash Nasty as a Laker fan like it doesn't it doesn't even add up to me because in so, my mind so, wait, they so should it's,
0: be they should hate each other these guys and so with that be mortal being said enemies
1: since LeBron's so it's gonna be very funny and interesting to see how everybody assimilates uh, if people even get along. Maybe the LeBron fans are going to jump to the bandwagon and start to blame teammates left and right the second the first game gets underway. Game gets underway. They'll be like, oh, you see, Lonzo was ass. They're going to start, they're going they're going to burn that whole team down, though. These Bronsexuals, sexuals, man. They're going to blame everybody but LeBron, regardless of what the situation is looking like. Cause at the end of the day, we know that LeBron will no longer make any more NBA finals. He'll just get knocked out in the conference finals oh my at God. best because he's playing in the Western Conference oh and Golden my State God. And Houston exists. I am so excited for the playoffs. I hope he proves me wrong and makes it interesting. But we'll see, man. We'll see what LeBron's made of. I know a lot of people are going to make the argument, even if LeBron loses, that, oh, but he's past his prime. Le- prime LeBron would have murdered Golden State. I see it coming already, man. But I'm excited regardless. Yo, I'll say this. <sighs> Lo, Wait. Uh, you want to talk about Paul
0: George, man? Yo, AJ, can you hear me? Yeah, now he can hear me. Agent
1: cut this fucking fireworks out. Agent, Agent. Yo. Yo can you hear me? Yeah, you cut off for a bit. All right, well, I stop talking. We can move on to the Paul George stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah I, I, I was, I was just gonna be quiet for a second. Okay, do it. No, actually, I want to say one more thing though. And so, with all that being said, though, I, I do want to end on this note. All of my LeBron fans, you know, we we had our differences in the past, <laughs> and, and you know, I, I know we always go back and forth with one another, and it's, you know, that's that's behind us now. So, us Laker fans. We want to, we want to open our arms and welcome you to the family. You know, we, we always needed to strengthen our, our family and our resilience when it yeah, comes to Laker our, fan, our Lakers. Man, chill out. Cut it out. We, we always need to just strengthen the army of our Lakers fans. And so what better way to strengthen the Laker family with bronze sexuals? <laughs> there's, there's literally no other way to strengthen it. So, hey, man, I will say this though. That whole blaming other people, I gotta cut that shit out. Sometimes LeBron be making mistakes, so we gonna hold him accountable to the mistakes he be making. No, you're not. Yes, Nobody no, 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 no. As a, as a Laker no, fan, as a Laker might, fan. You might. Yeah, no, everybody would be else. Mm-mm. Yeah, and that, and that's another thing, so let's be, let's be clear. LeBron will be held to account, he'll be held accountable. Ain't, ain't no, ain't no, we pointing fingers at, no, no, no. It's gonna be LeBron. <laughs> that's exactly what's gonna be. But, like you said, PG though, let's, let's move on to Let's, let's move on to one great story to one idiot. Cause, <laughs> boy, PG, I'll tell you what. Boy. Idiot. PG, you, 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 uh, you, you. Are you you're mad you didn't go to the Lakers? Well, what no, I'm not, not, not. let's, let's, am I mad or is he mad? Is he upset? Cause now he's stuck with OKC playing with Russell Westbrook. But let me, let me, let's break it down real quick. So, Paul George, for people out there who don't know, literally a day before, he couldn't just wait one more day sign a four-year 137 million dollars with a player option at the end of it uh, with the new CBA kicking in Paul George he does qualify for a renegotiation and a restructuring of his contract once his 10-year anniversary kicks in for people out there who don't know once you're in the league for 10 years the maximum that you can receive is different from all the other players who've been in the NBA for fewer years in the NBA so I, I do uh, want to you know, clarify on that because I was a little questionable on why exactly he signed a four year instead of a two year, but nevertheless, PG staying in OKC, the dumbest thing he's ever done in his career. Makes absolutely no sense. Well, what if
1: you love Russell Westbrook, you, Westbrook so much? Why man? why you
0: why you decided to stay in OKC, it, it baffles me because A, if we're if we're talking about the ability to win, let's just keep it a buck. That team is not winning. Any any NBA championship anytime soon, um, and I would even make an argument that depending on what the Lakers do and how good the other teams in the East, I mean the Western Conference, continue to become, I have a hard time believing that that they'll even be a second round team or make it out of the second round to the conference finals because that's how deep the Western Conference, that's how deep the Western Conference is about to be. But and, I don't and think it's you know be what? Deep,
1: low, I just think it's gonna be top heavy
0: how top-heavy, like, four lied, or five actually, teams? I'm about to say, does. I'm about to say, how, how, how top-heavy you think I it's going to be? I forgot that you um, exists. Yeah. yeah, so it's it's going to be difficult for them to maneuver in the Western Conference, despite the fact that they have PG and, and Westbrook on the roster. And I, I just don't think that, you know, as, as good as PG, really as great as PG is, and as great as Westbrook is as well, they're just not great enough to beat the other teams in the West, in my opinion. And seeing what I saw this year, unless we see a massive change in their game, I don't see how that happens. But here's the part that I understand what OKC had to do, but it baffles me where they are at right now as a franchise because let's not forget. And I understand this is, this is what the owner wanted. However, Sam Presti is the one who was still making the deals at the end of the day. Let's not forget, it wasn't that long ago when they had Westbrook, KD, and Harden on their roster, along with Serge Ibaka, they decided to move on from Harden because of financial reasons. Not only that, they've also had a plethora of other players, such as Deion Waiters, Kevin Martin, Reggie Jackson, Serge Ibaka, and they've... Rotated their roster and made so many moves with so many different players that we're now where we are right now with the um, Russell Westbrook PG, Carmelo Anthony for one more year and Steven Adams crew and, and the rest of the players as well. Financially speaking, this upcoming season, we're talking about after they're paying the salary along with the tax, nearly $300 million because they are repeat offenders. The logic that goes behind, and again, I get why they had to do it now, but the idea that Sam Presty is some god of a GM has to stop. It makes no sense because they're in a worse situation than they were before, but they're spending more money. And again, I understand that the six, I understand the situation and what they had to do for PG, but it just doesn't make any sense. Furthermore, if you are Sam Presty, And I know, again, you're in a tough situation, which is why it was very concerning why PG signed a four year instead of a two year. But signing a two year not only would have aided PG for the 10 year, um, for the 10 year contract, um, development, the 10 year max. And I I didn't know before I said this, um, that he could uh, renegotiate. But nevertheless, if PG would have signed a two year deal, and waited for Melo to be off the cap, and Adams, I feel like, would have been off the cap as well. So it would have just been Russ with him possibly resigning. That would have given them enough financial flexibility once his contract expired for them to add more pieces. But when you sign a four-year deal... Where it's going to be you, Russ and Adams on the on the contract for three, if I'm, three out of the four years, you don't leave any wiggle room for them to add anybody. So it's not like we can be optimistic about them adding anybody else to the roster. It's literally the team that you see right now from OKC. They're just going to keep signing players over the cap every single year, and they're going to be repeat offenders. So they end up just doing exactly what they didn't want to do with the worst team with less flexibility. That's the reason why, for people out there who don't know, it's not just the fact that PG didn't come to LA, which you know what? <laughs> you know, PG, you can have your career. I don't really care anymore, right? But if it's not just that. It's the fact that he signed a contract that put himself and the rest of the organization in a situation financially where it just doesn't help them out. It does not give them any flexibility and they're stuck with that roster. Even if Car even when not if even when Carmelo was off the books, they are still. Over the cap. They're still over the cap.
1: I'm kind of relieved, Paul George. I'm just I'm just happy more than anything that he didn't go to the same three teams that everybody else is desiring to go with for, like, I don't know. Maybe OKC will finally get chemistry low. And with Andre Roberson back, maybe they'll help him out defensively. With Westbrook, Roberson, Paul George, I think Melo is always going to be a question mark. But as, the second they can get Melo off the books... Then I think that allows them a lot more flexibility. They're still well over the cap, but at that point they can start to make some moves if they ever need to.
0: Oh yeah, you they got you, a good. Okay, all right. Well, wait, let me cut you off real quick because you definitely missed part, a huge part of my ramble. you I don't know what's going on with the audio people, but we trying to work around some. But in my in my little rant, I clearly said that they have they have they're well over the cap even after Melo leaves.
1: Yeah, no, I said that's uh, after the fact they can move around some pieces. What make pieces though? Works.
0: What what pieces? What pieces? Listen, I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe no, Steven there's Adams nothing. For a okay, young... Adams. Yeah, that's that's who is gonna have to be. Well, it could be Andre Roberson.
1: Uh, you never know. Maybe LA is still LA doesn't pick up Kawhi, and they're thirsty for Paul George, and OKC ends up trading him down there because three years in a player option isn't that long, man. And so if you can't convince Paul George by the first year and a half that you have something that you can build towards. And win a championship with, then he might get, get a little antsy. The same way I'm sure we'll talk about Devin Booker is feeling right now after they dropped his boy Tyler Uless. Um Let me, yeah, let, me I, ask, let
0: me ask you this: Where is Russell Westbrook in three years in a player option down the road? Uh, is Westbrook the player is going to is he going to be good enough to convince PG or even good enough to lead that team in? He's not going to be years? good enough
1: to beat Golden State. That's for sure. He might he might get an MVP. They might get like But what I'm saying in hot.
0: in three years time, what type of player is, is Westbrook? I don't know, man.
1: He's just I think the same, right? I don't think he improves or I he, think he's he's going to, to get He's, he's gonna
0: get worse. He's gonna be disagree a wor- with that. He'll be a worse player. He'll be like thirty
1: three. He's he's like twenty eight right now, man.
0: He's twenty nine.
1: All right, so you're telling me in three years? He's, he's, one,
0: he's 29, will be 30 by the beginning of the season.
1: He needs to develop a shot ASAP. <laughs> that's what everybody does when they reach 32, right?
0: <laughs> that that was but, That's another big concern. I was like, I don't know. Westbrook, the player, I don't know what's going to happen to him as an individual as he continues to age. Because you're staying there for four years or potentially four years. Man, that's going to be tough trying to play with... Westbrook 4 years down the line. That's going to be tough.
1: So take this in. Let's pretend on Paul George for a second. He said no to living in LA, right? Mm-hmm. He said no to playing with LeBron uh-huh.
0: under the
1: big lights. And he said yes to playing in Oklahoma City with hands down the most selfish player in the league. That that is inc- like what's the opposite of flexible? Though? Stiff? They have absolutely zero flexibility. In terms of growth, in terms of making trades, literally, if you're OKC, the only way you grow is through draft picks. And you'd have to hope, because if they're a good team, then they won't have a great draft pick, then you can find a diamond in the rough. And then you're going to have to hope that that guy develops fast enough that he's actually a relevant. He, he he gives you relevant input, both on the offensive and defensive end, before your three years is up, and you got to decide whether, you, whether or not you want to use a player option. I think Paul George... Has a perfect contract because afterwards, I think he can sign that big money contract if he wants to, or he could do like what what the players like David West did. He's like, I'd rather go with the Spurs and make less money than re-sign to Indiana. Then eventually, he got his ring with the Warriors. That could be the route Paul George goes. I don't know, but I think he needs to prove to everybody before he does all that that he could be a consistent scorer. One, oh, uh, he he proved defensively he could do it right. He's top of the line A one defense. But in terms of scoring, he has a lot to prove. And I think the the four years he has in OKC is his chance to help prove that.
0: Um quick quick update. Um Alfred no, well. Elfer Payton Alfred Payton is going to the Pelicans, and one of LeBron's greatest rivals. Why? Lance 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 Stevenson is going to LA, boy. Why would they sign Lance?
1: I'm so confused. What is happening right now? Why would LeBron, they want
0: Lance? He might. They want. They might want him because LeBron knows Lance. This is. This is. This is one of the LeBron. I feel like this is a LeBron move. LeBron knows for a fact Lance is a competitor. Nah, it's not he a wants LeBron. LeBroner, I think it is. I think like he knows Lance is a competitor. Lance has been balanced around the league. People haven't really given him the fair opportunity, and I feel like LeBron knows how good of a player he is, and so he wants him on the roster. The same right, way. I get
1: all that. I get that. Mm-hmm. Oh, he doesn't fit in the Laker offense <laughs> at all. Lance is the kind of guy who, mm, coming coming Indiana off the bench.
0: Wanna... Coming off the bench?
1: No, he's been unsuccessful on every team he played for aside from Indiana. You're gonna trust him now? You think Lance is gonna be that guy on a championship team? He's not even gonna be a starter. I wouldn't give him over ten minutes.
0: Oh yeah, he's not. He's not gonna be a starter. I feel like once they got rid of um, I mean, you can you can make an argument that uh they had some some ball handlers coming off the bench, but. You need some veterans on that team, man. Got to get some I veterans. He's I, I, I look, him a, I, I disagree as well. But this is part of why I'm saying I just this is part of what LeBron does. He he forces veterans on the roster, and I, I I agree with you. It also depends on how much money he's getting paid. I need to see how much money he's getting paid.
1: So talk to me about this Alfred Payton thing. Why would the Pelicans need another guard? I feel like they're good in that department.
0: They might end up losing Rondo.
1: I mean, that's fine, but they would still have Drew Holiday. And, I mean, they got Darius Miller as well.
0: Etwan Moore, you could,
1: yeah. Yeah, one Moore as well. I don't know. By the way, he's been on the Pelicans forever now. I feel like it's been like eight years or something. He's just been forever on that team. It's an odd move. I mean, I think he's a high-potential player. And uh, I'm reading it right now. He only signed a one-year deal, so it's almost like a rental the way Rondo was a rental. But, yeah, they're probably giving up on Rondo if, if things are going the way they're going. That's a that's a weird move. I don't even think Pelicans needed something like that. Yeah, maybe maybe that's to weird. entice Demarcus to come back, but I don't know what if Alfred Payton and Demarcus have some sort of relationship. That's the only thing I could think of where I could be like, yeah, that Payton pickup was really nice. But you did decent since the trade at trade deadline. Like, I mean, I think everybody once they leave Orlando plays well. I'm sure Mario Hisoña is going to kill it with the Knicks, <laughs> and then everyone's going to be like, whoa, where did this come from? And it's like it's like Orlando just suppresses talent, and you go somewhere else, and everybody performs, except like maybe uh, even Tobias Harris is killing it, man. Everybody performs when they leave Orlando. I like it. That's a new stereotype.
0: <laughs> I, I just yeah, and um, shout out to Mario Hezonja because he's going to the Knicks. He might have a a breakout season this year as well.
1: The Knicks never really go anywhere. I, I keep falling into the hype. Uh, you listen to Waffman talk, you'd be like, Oh, this is the year. See now we got Presidius, <laughs> we got what they call them, the solution. Oh, child, Trey Burke. And and now they picked up Mario Hazonia. They got Tim Hardaway Jr. I just I don't know. But well, they need they needed that...
0: some they needed some shooters though. So Mario Hazonia, I mean, theoretically makes sense. I don't I don't I don't really know if you would nate call him a shooter though, but I mean for for what they have on their roster, they need a little bit more floor space. Oh, and okay, so,
1: like. so in more interesting news low Apparently, and this is this is really groundbreaking for Knicks fans, I would be celebrating with my shirt off, running up and down the street oh, wow. if I was a Knicks fan. Because according to reports, uh, the ownership of the Knicks is setting up the groundwork for a potential sale. Which I've been saying, I've said on the podcast before, is the Knicks will never be a good team. And if they become a good team, they'll never win a championship until they change their ownership. Because everything starts at the top. The Raptors went through that whole exact thing. And we learned from all our fiascos. But I think the Knicks ownership. Maybe tied with Sacramento. is probably the most like toxic. And like, very most unproductive relationship. We've seen him kicking out uh, veterans and legends last year. Just, and you see him say stuff and make moves. You just think to yourself. What is on his mind? He's like Mark Cuban, but the way worse version. Because Mark Cuban is involved with the organization, but like almost always in positive ways. But when you look at the Knicks, man, it starts at the top. I was so excited for all the Knicks fans when I heard that, man. That's literally the best news you could have possibly heard. And I hope it's true. But uh,
0: maybe how Mario Zunia will long be to start. How long do you think that will take, though?
1: It might, it might be a few years. They said setting up the groundwork. Yeah, it's, take so yeah. I don't even know what that means because I've never sold the three billion. What is it? Four, two billion? That's, that's what I'm organization? saying. If it,
0: if it was a smaller organization and I could, you know, financially speaking, I would definitely understand that. Low, like it may low, be able to low, fast track low, it. Whoa, whoa,
1: low, what, low, low. Javel signed with the Lakers. Stop. That's AIDS. That's trash. <laughs> no, he was good. It's I mean, that's true. He was he was effective. I think for a guy who's getting paid, I think minimum, right? Last year.
0: Stop! Stop, Egypt.
1: Stop. I mean, does that mean that what happened with Capella is, is out the window? Because I mean, now well, he's, I God, mean, you.
0: or Javale could be coming out the bench. But I mean, we're gonna. I mean, what is how much he's getting paid though? That's that's really the question.
1: I assume it's minimum. I can't imagine it's more than minimum.
0: Yeah, if if it's minimum, then Capella is still on the. Uh, still, still. All a right, goal. so
1: it's almost like a backup plan. Interesting.
0: Yeah, okay. true. Uh,
1: I got, well, wo- I got all wo- notifications, man. He gonna, he's gonna wake me up a lot tonight with uh, <laughs> all kinds of information, man. I'm excited.
0: Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I don't know about him. But yeah, yep. um, uh, cu- what, what, anything else? Anything can else? I crazy, ahead, can, I, can I say something crazy, Low? Go ahead, go say it.
1: Can Can I say something? All right, okay. Lo. This is me being hopeful, all right. I I predict, and this is this is a wild prediction. It's very rare that something like this happens, let alone to the Raptors. I think there's gonna be a sign and trade, though. What I is? Think this is gonna, there's those rumors that there's a long shot sign and trade with the Wizards, Demarcus Cousins, and, uh, and in I don't really. I think that might be interesting since they did move Gortat. But I think what would be a better location for DeMarcus Cousins is in Toronto. And I know Toronto's been trying to move big ass Jonas Valentunas for a while. Oh my god, please all stop. kind of young stop. pieces please to make stop. it work. But I'm just saying Pelicans if you want to do a sign and trade, I'm sure Masai Jury would pick up the phone, man. I can't I can't can verify, but he's a busy guy. Just give him a call and tell him I sent you and uh and hopefully something works out, man. it would be stop, nice to see the Please in, stop. Please
0: stop in Toronto. Stop. Yo, um, you know
1: the Leafs picked up like some massive free agent that I don't really know, but apparently every hockey fan was mad excited. So it gave me hope for the Raptors, man.
0: Please stop. Uh yeah, yeah, I guess that's I guess McGee is on the roster now. Lance Stevens is coming off the bench. They also got KCP as well. So I mean it's it's Yeah, that's
1: we didn't talk about him. What was that? Like a one year I know, another, million?
0: yeah, another one-year deal. So I don't, I don't necessarily know. Um, I, I mean, they, they can move them around. Twelve
1: million, yeah,
0: yeah. They can, they can move them around as well. potentially as an expiring down the line, but we'll oh, we we'll figure. Out what else? What else is going to happen with um the Lakers moving forward? Another. Uh, well, I, I want to talk
1: to you about a player, man.
0: I want to talk about the Rockets real quick because I don't are you because we disagreed on this. You said the Rockets got better. Or you think they at least stayed the same? Because I think they got I didn't worse. I not say that
1: at all. <laughs> I, th- I just think they're a really good team. I think they're the second best team in the West so far.
0: Okay, okay, but you don't think they got better, right?
1: I mean, we have to pause to see what the Clint Capella situation looks like. Assuming they get Clint Capella back, I mean, we don't know because they also lost Trevor Reason. They definitely didn't get better because they lost the player so far. We don't know who else they might lose or pick up. So we'll have to wait to see all of that. But assuming they pick up Capella... I think that they're still the best team in the West. And I know that they've been trying to move Ryan Anderson for a while, but I think this offseason might be their best opportunity to do that because of obvious reasons. He's a pretty hefty contract they've been trying to unload. And I know it might come with potentially moving a younger player. I don't even know if they have any younger players like that. But they'll figure out something, man. Maybe pick up like a massive contract in return, especially since LeBron's not coming to Houston.
0: Why didn't LeBron go to Houston? Because Houston they don't have like a, they don't have any room. That that but, was a, that was the thing that kind of I understand, you know, CP three. Go and get your bread, you know what I'm saying? CP three about to get paid for real, for real. Yo, that's that's the money. Get,
1: his last year of his contract is gonna be 37 low.
0: No, it's gonna be I think, I think I thought it was gonna be over 40.
1: Oh no, man, he's like 34 right now.
0: What? Oh no, I'm am i you're talking about age. I'm talking about money. Oh okay, no, no no
1: no, I'm talking about yeah, yeah. That's, that's and you
0: know so crazy. It's crazy when we can have a conversation and we getting age and money mixed up. That's how much money he about to be making. But yeah, that's okay. So that's that's the negative part for for um my man CP3. You getting that bag over forty plus million at the end of your at the end of the um contract. But also like you said, thirty seven years old. You know that's. So I usually
1: disagree with you on this age stuff. That's but that's so. Thirty-seven serious. to be making forty million. That's that's risky. That's very risky. But I don't know if they had any options. To be honest with you, I think Chris Paul just makes demands, and you have to listen. And you're right. He was per- performing fantastic in the playoffs. You definitely do not want to lose a player like that. By agreed. all means,
0: agreed, agreed, agreed.
1: So, I guess his agent is fantastic. By the way, I'm sure he's getting a nice little slice out of that pie. But can we talk about the agents that are going to get paid today?
0: That's Love. a fact, though. Shout shout out to Magna Carter, you know what I'm saying? I see you out there getting your bread. Oh, it is the, the dude that's representing LeBron is also representing KCP, right?
1: Well, there's like four agents that represent like ninety percent of the NBA. My so man probably,
0: Oh yeah, true, that is true. But my <laughs> man but my man about to get paid twice. Oh
1: uh, yeah, There's agents in the NBA that like in a one week span will have made themselves like I'm talking like 15, 20 million, man.
0: <laughs> also, if That's you're, if wild. you're, if you're, um, I guess it doesn't matter. Cause I, I'm, if you're a witchcaller agent, if you're PG's agent, Jesus Christ, what are you doing? Like tell him to sign a two year deal. My God. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't get that. But, uh, yeah, shout out to the agents out there, man. Y'all, y'all getting that bread. Y'all getting that money. You know what I'm saying?
1: Occasionally like they'll finesse and You'll ask questions like, how on planet Earth is Joe Kim Noah still getting paid $18 million a year? And just an agent behind the scenes like, yeah, the art of persuasion, baby. <laughs> he just made that shit work. What a shame. What a shame that guy's still getting paid. Do you believe that though? He's still getting paid $18 million, Joe Kim Noah.
0: I mean, I, I can definitely um, believe that.
1: If you told me, hey, we'll give you Joe Kim Noah for $3 million a year, I'd be like, nah, I'll pass. Veterans minimum, I'd be like, 2000000 mil, million, I'll pass. We'll give you 5 mil if you take Joakim Noah. Does he have to play? Yeah, I'll pass. He's just, he's a horrible player, man. He's not good at free throws. He has zero offensive ability. And even defensively, he's not even as nice as he used to be, at least not like he was with the Bulls. So, I mean, he went from like defensive player of the year candidate to. I don't want that guy on my team, ever. Keep him away from me, player. What a shame. That's what Thibodeau does to us, people, man. You see it with Dang. Ain't nobody want Dang on the Lakers right now? See what I'm talking about? And Dang isn't
0: even that old, too. That's the crazy part.
1: Ba- he's like, he's 44 in Thibodeau years. The way Thibodeau worked him, yeah, he's basically like 44. Yeah.
0: That's tough. Um, I wanted a- to
1: ask you, though, about Nerlens Noel. Nerlens Noel, uh, so Fred Van Fleet uh, just got a deal. Shout out to Fred Van Fleet. And Fred Van Fleet's slogan, almost like his logo, is Bet on Yourself. And there's been cases of players like Jimmy Butler who've bet on themselves and made hundreds of millions of dollars out of it. But there was a case of Nerlens Noel Lowe. He turned down a four-year, $70 million deal with the Mavericks last season, and he bet on himself. He thought that if he played well this season, that he'd be able to force max, and then he'd make $40, $50, 60000000 million more. Unfortunately for Nerlens Noel, not only... Has he not performed? But now he's looking to to make something of himself and almost prove himself to teams. Let's say you're a team low and you're looking for like a center that's defensive, that's decent defensively. You're looking at Nerlens Noel. You pull out your checkbook, man. What's the number you're writing down, though?
0: Um, if I'm, I don't know. That's that's a good question. So if he's willing to take. A four, a long term deal, then I, I would probably spend upwards. Probably but yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, he probably won't. But if he were to to do a long term deal, I, I wouldn't mind spending a little bit more money on him. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. If he if he's doing a long term deal, I would definitely be hesitant to spend a little bit more money on him. So maybe around a four year 40, 45 five million dollar contract, about you know ten million dollars a year. If he just wants to do like. KCP did last year, which is just do a one year and just get as much money as you possibly can, nearly doubling that money around 17, 18 million. Then I, I may bite on that for one year. The problem with Nerlens Noel, though, is that really who's willing to do that for him? Because at the end of the day, even though I think he, he is a competent big, are there that are there that many teams out there that A, need a big man, and B, have. The, the financial leverage and the flexibility and really just a time to kind of give Nerlens Noel a shot for a year or two to, to for me, for me, there's obviously, I mean, there's, I don't want to say, obvious, I'm about to say there's obviously some players, obviously some teams out there, but there may not be that many teams out there that are willing to do. So I have to double check, uh, but it, it will be interesting to see what's going to happen. Move forward. The Nets don't have a big man anymore. Do they?
1: You said the Nets?
0: Yeah, they don't, right? I think they do. Because then the Nets, they just traded Mozgov to get Dwight, but then they just they waived Dwight.
1: They waived Dwight? Oh I, did, I missed that bit of news. That's see, why Dwight mind? is that's why Dwight yeah, is a freebie. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I just, Jesus Christ. I, it's like it's like I, I saw the beginning and the end of the movie, but I didn't see the middle. And I'm like, why would they wave Dwight out of curiosity? It's such a interesting decision. I'll I don't know. i put it that
0: way. I don't know. But, I mean, I guess the Nets would be the perfect team for him to go to. The Nets, obviously, they still have a lot of um, a lot of time on their hand. They have a lot Jeez. of flexibility with their – They got f- Mozgov.
1: Their... Yeah, so that's why. What do you mean? The Nets?
0: No, they traded Mozgov to get the white.
1: Oh, this is an outdated roster. It has yeah. Julie Lukafor on here. What, what? is happening? Is Jalil on the Nets?
0: No, you don't. You don't watch basketball. That's that's basically what you're saying right now. You've been exposed, agent. You don't watch basketball. No.
1: Is is basketball reference let me down, bro? It's making me second guess my knowledge. Stop, it's making me second guess stop, my unparalleled stop, knowledge on the game.
0: Stop right. my unparalleled knowledge. Oh my god! <laughs> unparalleled.
1: Stop. Shout um, out to Nick Stelskis, man. I haven't heard from him in forever. He's still Canadian, though.
0: So if, I mean, if you're if you're the Nets, um, I mean that that's. I take
1: back what I said earlier about the Nets being decent. This fucking lineup looks horrible. My
0: goodness. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus, chill out. Now, when
1: you look at it in, in, like, when you look at it in, gra- like, when you see pictures, he's like, Jesus, man. They got, like, two decent guards. That's about it, man. That's all I can say.
0: But, like, like I said, Dwight, since he's not, I mean, I mean, obviously, he's not on the team. So, because of that, I would... um. <sighs> I, I mean, that's a team that could possibly, you know, give Nerlens Noel an opportunity. Um, I don't necessarily know yeah, what Atlanta's going to do. Yeah, that, that's that's that's. I think the Nets are probably because the Nets are obviously in in pursuit of young pieces, and Nerlens Noel has a lot to prove, and they don't really need a, a dominant yeah, big man. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. That that's, and I think you're also right about
1: the one year deal. I think that. Pretty much every team is offering them one year, but players like security, so they're going to be looking for longer term deals. I'm gonna tell you right but, now, if
0: I'm if I'm nervous, no, what I definitely want security because I'm not betting on myself no more. Like, yeah, that's, so that's I good. think
1: that's what a four year, seventy million dollar deal was. Sometimes you got to know when to bet on yourself. You got to know when to just say yes to the bag, man. Prove yourself in four years and get that bigger contract. I guess he kind of got hungry. It's like when you drop in Tilted Towers and you get six kills, and you could go for ten, but you know you're gonna get pinched. You shouldn't do it, and then you get pinched, and you're like, "Man, fuck! I died, man! I had such a fantastic game." So it's, it's like one of those moments. You know what I'm talking about, right?
0: I don't, but uh, we're gonna we're just gonna keep going. Um,
1: <laughs> you don't play Fortnite, man? What's wrong with Stop. you,
0: bro? And then um before game. before before we uh wrap up the pod, oh actually there's a, so it's, much more to hand- talk about. What are you I'm talking say, about? There's, man? Handful of, I, there's a handful. But do million things, t- before we do, though, I do want to talk about your boy Devin Booker. Yo. Oh, yeah, we have to. I'm going to tell you right now, Devin Booker. I don't don't know what's up with these. As a side note, there's like so many people on Twitter like, oh my God, I guess Devin Booker's going to be gone too. And it's like, bro, if you're the Phoenix, if you're the Suns, you're the Phoenix Suns, you definitely going to be sitting there telling yourself, like, I don't care what Devin Booker's saying. He's on this roster for another four to five more years. So just get. (laughs) I don't think people know what a restricted free agent is. That's (laughs) what I'm (laughs) saying. Yeah, man, he's getting max regardless. Yeah, he's exactly. staying on the sons. This man, see, he upset. First, that's another thing, too. You upset because they got rid of Tyler Uless. I don't, don't do
1: that, though. Don't do that.
0: You upset because they got rid of
1: Ty- Tyler Eulis Don't, don't. Because, yo, you don't have to be the best player on the team to be, like, that's his friend, yo, that's his. Yo, if, imagine, like, imagine if an executive made a decision and he was like, Yo, Agent's just no longer going to be on the podcast. You're going to have to be on the podcast with, who do we both hate? I don't know. Bargnani. You'd be like, yo, bring back Agent, man. I know Agent, was he wasn't always the greatest host, but bring him. Like, I mean, it's just relationships. It's crazy because it really emphasizes low, how valuable and frugal also. Every move you make has an impact. Like, we also, very similar thing. I don't know if you caught it on Twitter. Ed Davis, Ed Davis situation. Uh, Damian Lillard was like, Man, what? Ed Davis is gone. And CJ McCollum quote tweeted that. And they had like the heartbreak emoji and everything. Like, and everyone was like, Whoa, Dame is gonna leave. But back onto the point with Devin Booker. Do you remember, like, in the middle of the season when there was those reports, like, Devin Booker is gonna be. Uh, they're gonna consult with Devin Booker before any move. Remember that? Yeah, They yeah. said they were gonna make him a part of the decisions. Yeah, that shit was a lie.
0: <laughs> well, okay. I'm, I'm I'm reading this this tweet, and let me correct myself. It says which that, one, the
1: Dame one or the Devin Booker? No, the
0: Booker one. It says that can't confirm that Booker was upset with the Suns, not for release, not not for the release of t- Tyler Ulis, but the Suns didn't let him know. So yeah, of that, course. okay, okay. So it, it may not have been because I mean I. I apparently they might have had some relationship but not to the point of where they should have let him go. No, even,
1: no, they definitely had a strong relationship. Yeah. You're gonna be upset about that, right?
0: But even but even still, like I mean Tyler Ewis is fine and I'm not saying trying to sit here and like poo poo on Tyler Ewis, but You're about if, to do it anyway. No, it's not even that. It's just that if, if you <laughs> have if you if I'm Devin Booker and I just saw what the Phoenix Suns did in the draft, where they drafted Aiton and then they traded to get Mikael Bridges as well. I'm not really... Co- I mean, I'm not that concerned. I'm going gonna, gonna to just say it. I'm not that concerned about Tyler Eulis I'm just not. Like, I I would hope that they would have contacted me, but a Isn't move... Is he
1: Canadian? You're going to have to take that back if he's
0: Canadian. Stop. A move... Tyler Eulis No, he was born in Michigan. A, a move like... Okay. T- I'm, I'm getting Talk rid of... shit. Wow. Talk your shit. Wow, this guy. Getting rid of Tyler Ullis... And thinking that that is the big enough piece that you think that's going to make a domino effect on your team when you're adding Aiton and Mikael Bridges, man, there's a whole bunch of stuff that you need to be concerned about. And, and them moving on from Tyler Eulis does not need to be one of those things. I'm, just, I'm sorry to tell you that. But I will say this. Another thing that's interesting about the Suns, we talked about Alfred Payton earlier, them moving on uh-huh. from Alfred Payton. That must mean that they're going to put Devin Booker at the point guard position.
1: Which I like. I don't. Like I, yeah, I don't.
0: I don't mind that either. But it just it kind of confirms that they're going to more likely move Booker to the point, possibly Mikael Bridges at the two, Josh Jackson at the three or the four. I actually, take that back. They might actually put um. Excuse me, Mikael Bridges on the bench in the beginning and then put in Trevor Reza because he's going to the team now, which we can talk about that as well. Trevor Reza going to the Phoenix oh, Suns yeah. being a okay. starter, more likely going to play the two or the three while. Josh Jackson is on the other side of the perimeter, and then in the inside you have my man um, Aiton filling in as well. So their their lineup is very interesting. The power forward spot—I feel like I'm missing somebody, but the power forward—Dragon Bender, come on, man! The power forward spot is still kind of up in the air.
1: He he was like 30 minutes a game. like 25 Stop. minutes the game last year. The, the Power 4 spot. i so I know, I know you're is... being,
0: I know that's why you need to chill out. Right. The the Power 4 spot is, is kind of still up in the air, but they could easily play the small ball lineup. And I, I feel like that's what they're probably going to do um, moving forward, especially with Josh Jackson filling in that rotation spot at the, at the 4, playing a little bit more small ball with him at the 4 and Trevor Reed's at the 3 and, and potentially giving Mikhail Bridges some minutes earlier. Than um than expected, and I like Ty- Tyson Chandler still there. I think Tyson Chandler still there for just one more season, so I like that as well. So Tyson Chandler is going to be there, hopefully help out Aiden on the defensive end, which he's is something that he's going to need, especially try to read uh, pick and rolls and stuff like that. So there's a few things I like about the roster. Um, Trevor Reed is obviously getting his bag. I feel like I, I feel like the reason sure. why he left is because he probably had a, a heart of hearts with the the. Uh, the Houston Rockets, and they just straight up told him, like, yeah, we can't give you how much you're expecting from us, so, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, he probably realized, I'd rather just get a bag than be second place to the Warriors. Probably just realized that.
0: And plus, he already got his ring, so, you know what I'm saying? It is what it is.
1: Yep. Yo, on this free agency tracker, it's saying that Dirk is a free agent. Is that true?
0: He already signed uh, his one-year $5 million deal with them, so that's kind of dead.
1: Man, isn't that crazy, though? I've never seen a more selfless person in my life.
0: Tim He's Duncan? He's been taking pay cuts for so long, this Tim guy. Duncan? Tim Duncan?
1: I mean, yeah, we'll put them on the same wavelength. Every single time. He has an... Like, Harrison Barnes just came in like, no, I want to get paid max. Dirk Harrison is, man. Harrison Barnes didn't
0: come in and get paid max. He was he was getting... I get it. I about to say he was a restricted free agent and he got paid max. They offered him max. What the hell?
1: I said that... that's Okay, I'm saying, Lo. Dirk is just coming in there like, listen, man, I'll do... It anything for the team. He's a lifer, man. And uh and he was one of my favorite players growing up. It's just it's going to be so weird to not see him in the NBA chucking his knee up doing all these post fades and shit. You
0: know what's so crazy, you know, you know also so crazy. We may not like this like Dirk and I guess he's like really the last one. That might be the last Life, lifers yeah. type of players, right, where they stay on a on a roster or they play on, play on a franchise for their entire career. Right. Shout-out to Curry and Draymond and possibly even Clay as well. I feel like they may also stay with the Warriors for the rest of their careers. But, like, that whole, you know, Duncan, Dirk, Kobe staying on one franchise for their entire careers, like, that that's kind of dead. Oh, yeah, shout-out to Russ. I'm bugging. Russ. I'm bugging. I'm bugging. I'm bugging. Here yeah, Russ Russ.
1: actually, man, I might not be dead, bro. Russ is trying to make a resurgence until he's like 35. He's like, man, fuck, oh, I, I haven't won a ring. I need to go to the Lakers. <laughs> in which case, people would be like, but he's from LA. Did you consider that? You know, that'll be their analysis. Uh, in other news, low, Derrick Rose signed again to the only team that'd be willing to take him, the Timberwolves.
0: Stop. Tom
1: Thibodeau, living in the past. Uh, so I, I'm sure you've seen it on Twitter. And it's almost like depressing. You guys might want to brace yourselves listening. Somebody uh, was leaving some sort of doctor's office or a physician. And they saw Derrick Rose coming out. So they were going in, Derrick Rose was coming out. And he, he, he looked at Derrick Rose and said, yo, Rose, you're the man. Derrick Rose replied, according to the tweet, saying, not no more, man. I wish. And just walked away. If that's not the saddest fucking shit you've ever heard, man, Derrick Rose if if it's true, because you never know on Twitter, and people just lie about shit sometimes. That is actually he had a picture of Derrick Rose coming out of the facility, which I guess legitimized it. Hey, but man, it was almost like,
0: so, man, he you you really feels that way about so, Sometimes you just gotta accept it, man.
1: But why? He knows he's the man. He's just some a lot of unfortunate circumstances led him to where he's at. Everybody knows that, but I really hope he's not, like, I really hope he's not, like, sitting at home really, really feeling that.
0: What you think? You you, you call him suicidal? (laughs) Is that what you call him? Nah, it's just, like, I feel
1: like he's done so much, and although everything went left, I feel like there's a lot to be happy about. It would just suck to know that Derrick Rose is out there somewhere just thinking about what if, what if, what if. That should have eaten you alive, man. What if I, he would have made so much more money. He would have had so much more clout. Like maybe he would have done the whole Kobe thing. Get all these fans internationally all around the world. Like his brand. And then he has so many opportunities once he retires. Uh, man, isn't that sad to you? He'd be all that right. That's so sad. He'd be oh, aight. my God. He'd be all right.
0: He'd be all right. He'd be all right. You
1: don't have a heart, though. You don't have a heart, my guy. He'd be
0: all right, bro. He'd be all right. I
1: hope he bounces back and takes Jeff T's job and Jeff T gets traded. I don't like Jeff T.
0: Chill out. Chill out. <laughs> um new new update from Mark Stein. I don't know why this is I don't know what the Pelicans are doing, like you said earlier. The Pelicans remain hopeful of re signing point guard Ray John Rondo league source says even after coming to terms tonight with free agent guard Alfred Payton. So I don't I don't know what exactly they're doing. They're probably trying to run that,
1: that Suns offense from like five years ago with like Dragic, Bledsoe and who was is it? Isaiah Thomas, I think. Those three guards. And it never worked out. Remember this whole situation. Everybody was crying for minutes. And then eventually, they had to trade everybody away. Weird. I'm sure they're just saying that, to be honest. I don't know if they would aggressively shop for Rondo knowing they have two nice point guards. But who knows? Also, three point guards who aren't even good shooters. Aside from Drew, you can say he's an average shooter. Both Rondo, who surprises in the playoffs, and Alfred Payton are not good shooters. At all. So...
0: Yeah, I I don't don't understand. And actually, since we're talking about the Pelicans, we can just stay on the Pelicans. What do you have the Pelicans? What do you think the Pelicans are going to do with DeMarcus Cousins? I
1: don't know. Do you think they're going to offer it max? That's really risky.
0: It's it's risky. And I know many people are saying that, you know, he could possibly come back. But it's not just risky because he can come back, but it's also risky because I don't necessarily know how much better they are with DeMarcus on the roster. And I, and I know what people are saying that well they played fine last year with with DeMarcus which is true and it definitely will present a lot of um, matchup problems for other teams in the NBA. But I just I don't know if what you're getting out of DeMarcus Cousins is worth the headache, the financial responsibilities and also the potential of him not being the player that he once was due to injuries. And so, if you could get a a a, a sign and trade out of him, that would be great. But it'll just be hard to find someone that's willing to give up some pieces that you need, while also getting rid of Demarcus Cousins if you feel that it's necessary. But they may just be forced to keep Demarcus. I mean, they they're in a situation where they have to please Anthony Davis because his contract is right around the corner as well. So, if I was them, I would just go to Anthony Davis and ask them, ask him, what does he want us to do. And if he says, let's run it back with um DeMarcus, then that's what I'm doing.
1: That's exactly what he's going to say. He's going to say get as much talent on the team as possible. They were killing it down low. Offensively, they were, for majority of the season, I don't know if they finished, the best offensive team in the league just in terms of points per game. Like, they were, I don't know. I mean, you could, you could defensively, of course, they had AD. You could clown DeMarcus all you want defensively. But I think they complemented each other. Pretty well. And I didn't think they would when they initially got on the team. It seemed weird to have two primary big men on that team that sure. are over like an 88 overall on the same team. You know, it just didn't add up. But I liked the way it rocked.
0: Shout out to um Alva Gentry because he definitely didn't get enough credit for what he had to deal with last yeah, year. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because him, him getting, get, getting those two to work well with one another in today's NBA and then Turning around, they lost DeMarcus, and he had to revamp his whole uh, roster. And um, shout-out to that organization anyway, because they they picked up um, Nikolai Nikolai, uh, Mirtich. A player that—I don't know how Mirtich went underneath the radar, but he went on that team, had an immediate— He He was killing it with the Bulls. He was was killing it, but I don't know—because they traded him. Who did they trade him for? Because they didn't really— they didn't really give up anything but, to get him. I
1: think the Bulls were just trying to lose, so I don't think they wanted anything. Which is
0: true, but why? I'm just confused with why no one else didn't decide to give anything up for him. And in and in yeah, a, and in a postseason, in the postseason, he was just he had moments where he was unbelievable on uh, shooting splits that were outrageous, consistent, uh, fifteen points scored. Then he also gave you about ten boards. He was amazing in that. In um, that in that trailblazer series. He was just astonishing. He, he, he really was. So, um, mm-hmm. shout out, shout out to them. Great contract. I, again, I just don't know what they're going to do with DeMarcus. It's going to be interesting to see how that unfolds. And, um, we'll, we'll figure out what's going to happen on after that. Um, Oh my God. What's up? What was this? What
1: happened? Just I don't know. There's just so much happening, man. Jazz signed Cephalosha for 5.25 million. Uh, Oh man, these lists keep going on and on and on. Of course, Aaron Gordon re-signed, which like a really big signing too, man. Uh I thought I didn't I didn't think he was going to want to go back to Orlando, but it was like a 4-year, 80 million dollar deal, I believe. I think he just signed. Uh, I think
0: he signed Max. I think he was a restricted free agent.
1: Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. he's a young man.
0: Yeah. Um again, but we still haven't Seen the Jabari thing, and, and that's that's another player who's injured as well. Wait, is that max for his age? Four year, four year what? Let me check the actual number. Um, but yeah, Jabari Park is another one of them where, where we just got to figure out what exactly is going to happen with him and, and the Bucks.
1: Four year, eighty four million. Yeah, that is max.
0: Yeah, I think that's max. Yeah, yeah it
1: is. Um, because yeah, I know they were saying the Lakers were interested. Oh my god, if he went to the Lakers, I would lost my mind.
0: Chill out. But it's it's going to be interesting to see. Um, like I said, Jabari Parker, the Bucks, another injury. Uh, I I guess we can call them injury prone at this point, right? Like, I mean, when you suffer from the same injury in, in consecutive seasons, I guess at that point yeah. you can be injured. Well, prone. I
1: don't know if that's prone. Prone might be three, like uh, Kurt Warner. <laughs> you
0: remember him, man? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you he got injured
1: so much in my franchises in like Madden
0: '07, drove me crazy. Um, and so, and so that does, that kind of, that kind of leaves us to the whole conference talk. We're back.
1: Stop, stop. I don't want to hear it now. Now that your Lakers are there to compete.
0: Stop. Mm. I've, I've been, I've been said we shouldn't have conferences, but we're back yet again with the same conversation that we've had over the last, what, like, I've had this conversation for nearly two decades. So, I, I mean, that's just me, but. I've I have definitely like
1: you said you were 60, weren't
0: you? Yeah, no, I, know. I, I said, said right. I said two decades, yeah. I mean, because that's how long it that's how basically how long it's been. The Eastern Conference has just been an insignificant conference. And it's it's I, I don't know why anybody would still be I don't know what's the purpose of conferences at this point. I really just don't know. If if you are an Eastern conference team, I guess I get it. You know, you wanna stay relevant, okay, I get it, fine. But the NBA losing LeBron in the Eastern Conference, going to the West, it makes the Western Conference television market that much greater. And if that was the only legitimate argument over the last three to four years, is that the imbalance in TV market would have made it um it, it just would have it just wouldn't have made it profitable for the NBA. It definitely doesn't make it profitable now. Even though I love Kyrie. And I'm not a biggest fan with the Celtics, but I definitely love Kyrie. He's definitely going to bring in some some eyes to watch them play. And obviously, Ben Simmons and Embiid are going to bring some eyes to the 76ers. That's it. Like, that's it. And even those two teams, I don't believe, are going to attract enough to convince the NBA to keep the conferences. Let alone the amount of talent that has just went to the Western Conference as well. So, I don't know. It just seems pointless to me.
1: It is pointless. And the only people arguing otherwise are people that benefit from having conferences there. That's it. And those, by the way, were mostly bronze sexuals. So now that it's in the bronze sexuals' best interest to remove conferences, there isn't really much else. I mean, if, you, if you're just thinking unbiased for a second. At the end of the day, we want the best two teams in the finals. And for, for a while now, the best two teams just happened to be in the Western Conference. And so, wouldn't it be a lot better, though, if last year was Houston Warriors in the finals? As it should have been. The way more interesting series. Instead, we had an absolute blowout of the best team in the league versus the fourth best team in the league. In the NBA Finals. That's ludicrous. Yeah. Ludicrous, I say. <laughs> this guy
0: right here. <laughs> yeah. Felt like I was
1: in a sitcom there.
0: So, I, I, just, I just don't... I, I, I just need to... I just need to hear any other rational argument to why we still have conferences, because there, there aren't any. I just because I just don't get it at this point. And and the longer that we keep conferences, the worse is going to be The the All Star game is going to be trash. It's going to be trash. Maybe they
1: might do something to switch it up this year. Actually, they did it last year where they did the whole like
0: I know, but they're still going yeah. to allow Eastern Conference players to get into the All Star game. They're, oh, they're right, still right, doing right, that. Right.
1: Like that's, There's that's gonna be trash some major snubs, man, in the West. Oh.
0: That's that's so trash. And they just they, they gotta get they gotta get rid of those they gotta get rid of conversations. The Rosen
1: right. and Lowry are gonna make it for sure, for sure, man. That's what's up. Stop. I
0: don't Yo, what is your team doing? <laughs> what what is your team doing?
1: They're they're trying to get that signing trade with DeMarcus, that's all. They're working on it.
0: Look, bro, that's not gonna happen. DeMarcus, I think DeMarcus is going to more likely just stay with the Pelicans, and they got to get rid of conferences, yo. Adam Silver, if you're if you're as good as a uh, a commissioner as you, as agent claims you are, get rid of conferences, man. Do something productive. But I think
1: he should wait. I think he should wait until LeBron retires. Then he should do it. What? You know, just to be fair.
0: That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard you say in your life. <laughs> <laughs>
1: In, in other news, Glenn Robertson III signed a two-year, $8.3 million deal with the Pistons. Nick signed Luke Cornett to a one-year, $1.6 million deal. Do you know who that is? Because I have no idea I have no idea is. who that is. Buck signed your man, Brandon Jennings, to a $2.2 million deal. Brandon Jennings is still getting the bag. He's never not once not gotten the bag. He's back in the NBA. And even though he didn't really play hot in the time he had last year in the second half of the season... I guess the Bucks just like him, or maybe he sells tickets. I don't know which one it is, but he's back.
0: Um, And before we actually, before we wrap up the video, I mean, Jesus Christ, wrap up the podcast. What, what's because we didn't really talk about Cleveland and what's their next step. And shout out to my man Kevin Love, because uh, <laughs> Kevin Love, you looking really messed up right now, my guy. Can you imagine? Uh, imagine how shisty LeBron is. Let's, let's let's pause and let's think about this for a second. LeBron convinced them to overpay Tristan Thompson and J.R. Smith, who are both just stuck on that that. roster now. Then convinced them to trade Kevin Love. Then told Kevin Love, look, man, just just sign a big contract, man. I'm going to be here. Chill out, man. He signs a contract. Now he's stuck on here. Then told – didn't really tell them, but basically was like, look, man, I don't know what I'm going to do, and y'all just need to keep bringing some more pieces to the roster – Convincing them to trade for Clarkson and Nance, which gave the Lakers the cap flexibility to add him to the roster. LeBron was out here playing chess for a good second now and left the Cavaliers butt-ass naked with talent. Because there's nothing that they have.
1: Why would like why would the Cavs do that? I don't know. Just think about it for a second. Why would imagine it's like with the Cavs and LeBron are like you ever you ever see like one of your boys and then he gets with a girl and then you just never hear from him again like he's he's on command whenever she says yo pull up he's out in a second type that's like LeBron and the Cavs anything LeBron wants like a, like an angry girlfriend the Cavs are there they're gonna do whatever whatever is necessary not even to keep him there just to have a chance to keep him there and they did everything. And now they're stuck. I mean, at the end of the day, though, they wouldn't have won a championship without him. So, I feel like they owe him that much, at least, right? They're gonna go back you, to answer your question. They're gonna be irrelevant for a while.
0: But what? But what Actually, do they? But we, what do they? Do, what do they do though? Because I mean, I mean, I guess we can just start playing the who who wants Kevin Love, right? We can play the who wants Kevin Love game. Raptors
1: want him. We want him right here.
0: Oh wow. Okay. All right. So let's let's see let's see what uh the Raptors got. Let me see what I can. Take off your, uh, take off your hands real quick. Cause it wrapped the jacket. Oh,
1: I think, uh, I think, who was it? That guy who shot horribly and then he said he didn't want to play when he was put in four minutes left in the game. Who was that guy? Rodney Hood. Rodney Hood, I think his contract's over. So.
0: Oh yeah, that's, that's that's another player too. Yeah, you're right. You're right about that.
1: I'm not sure if he has an option or not. Uh. A lot of these sites are mad outdated, my guy. If you I guess if I just have to start memorizing info. If you if you're Cle- if you're Cleveland,
0: I would I would probably just go get um.
1: I do a fire sale.
0: No, I mean if you're Cleveland, I would I would probably keep Rodney Hood. Okay, so what does what does if you're okay if you're Toronto, what do you what are you giving up for?
1: Well, actually, it's not what are we giving up. It's what do the Cavs need? Okay,
0: I w- I want OG and Anobi. I want. Ooh, ooh. You want more? You want more than that? Yes, I want more than that. <laughs> what?
1: Okay, okay, just asking. Just asking. Okay. Interesting.
0: I want oh, okay, OG, Valentunis, and protect unprotected first round pick.
1: You could get all that. Is it gonna be like a twenty fifth pick? <laughs> and and that would be well worth it. Cause that would I don't you would take that? Teams?
0: Oh my god. Would you
1: want nobody here's the thing. Just think about the Raptor players, Lowe. They're not really desirable in terms of trade
0: assets. I'm, de- I'm like, definitely looking at them right now, and that's the reason why I was like, man, I can't get nothing for so this So there's, there's
1: younger guys like Norman Powell or O.J. Ananobi that you can put on there to sweeten a deal. But if you look at the core players, like uh, look at a player like DeRozan. Not only is he a sus three-point shooter, but he's sus on defense. You look at a player like Kyle Lowry, who's been getting injured every season for like the last four seasons, on top of the fact that him and DeRozan do not show up when the playoffs around, which is big. And then you look at... Let's look at Sergi Baca. I've never seen a player disappear like Sergi Baca in the playoffs. <laughs> I don't know where he went. I don't even know if he was on the court, to be oh, honest with you. Because I didn't see him on there. Right? And then... Who else we got? Valanciunas. Decent mid-range game. Every time he pulls up a three, everybody laughs. Not at him, but with him. But what else? He's defensively. He's slow. He has a, he has a 25 rating on his hands. His pick and roll. Just his ability to... So he's, he's not as agile and flexible, but he has decent post moves. So, like a lot of those players don't really fit in on the types of teams people are trying to create nowadays. People are trying to create that Golden State three point running gun offense, or they're trying to create, like, on the opposite spectrum is like the Pelicans. He's just down low, big men, awesome defense, even better offense. Or what a lot of teams are doing now for sure is Houston Rockets just chuck a shot up. And just hope it goes in. That's like that Chino Hills offense. Just check it out, man. Run that ISO and throw the ball in the air. If you got good players and enough talent, you'll make it to the Western Conference Finals. At least. At least. Uh, so, yeah. It's, it's a tough sell, dude.
0: On Okay. Going back to Cleveland, though, real quick. Am I crazy to believe? Yes. If. Sorry. And I might be. I mean, you might. No, you might be right. If Ty Lue which I want to be optimistic about Ty Luce, so I think that he's a better coach than people give him credit for. Is it crazy for me to believe that a roster with George Hill, Ronnie Hood, Jeff Green, Kevin Love, Tristan Thompson, with you know Larry Nances and, and Jordan Clarkson and Kyle Corver, J.R. Smith, why is it crazy... To believe that that team still can't be a respectable unit next year?
1: I, I don't know, man. <laughs> Maybe because they haven't ever run an offense that wasn't through LeBron, so they would have to redefine everything they do. And, you know, one offseason, I doubt, is going to be enough to do that. Plus, they don't know what the future of their team is looking like or which players are going to keep around, or which is going to be traded. Well, I will,
0: what I'm saying and, is, if they just keep everybody exactly the same way, they keep Kevin Love, they keep Rodney Hood, they just keep the, the players that they have. I don't see how that roster—I just don't see how that's a, a bad—that that, shouldn't—theoretically speaking, that should not be a, such a bad roster where you think that you should have to rebuild. Especially in a weaker Eastern Conference—in an in a even weaker Eastern Conference. Yeah,
1: I mean, we've seen the Pacers with Bogdanovich, Miles Turner, Ola Oladipo, Thaddeus Young— if that team could perform in the playoffs. Oh, oh, don't, kill it. don't
0: disrespect my man Vic. Let's be clear about that. Don't, don't disrespect Vic.
1: No, I'm just saying that they're not stacked in terms of talent. They have one guy who's shown himself the most improved player. And then aside from that, they got a bunch of 75 overalls, Low. So if, if they could pull it together, is really. I guess you're right, man. Tylu has a chance to prove himself, man. If these next two years go well for Tylu, he's going to get paid really, really nice. To coach at any team. So. At any team.
0: I- I'll say this. I'm giving this until the um, the deadline, basically. Next year. No, I'm, I'm getting to a deadline because of the Kevin Love contract. Because I think Kevin Love only has. Oh, he has, a, he has a player option. So, I don't necessarily know how that's going to work out. But next year could be his last year. Next year could, theoretically speaking, be his last year in his contract but he has a player option i don't know if anyone's paying kevin low 25 plus a million though so he might just end up taking that player option damn
1: if he has a player option as last year bro i'd take back what i said about that
0: raptor deal hey there you go no 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 we're going to just finish y'all real quick so if if <laughs> if that's because of that player option but again it's 25 mil so if he's trading he's going to be a um a salary dump for for, for whoever oh he's
1: going to accept that yeah, oh, he, yeah. he's going
0: to, that's but he's gonna he's gonna accept it but he's still going to be on an expired contract next year regardless in, in yeah, the next yeah, yeah. In, in 20 uh 2019 2020 season so be, because of that though and because I'm Cleveland I can just give Kevin love the most money I just have and, and maybe and maybe I'm just being way too optimistic on Kevin love I just have a hard time believing that me as Cleveland I'm willing to move off of Kevin Love so quickly and go into rebuild mode with the amount of the pieces that I have on the roster that could theoretically work. And not saying that they're going to win anything, but and, and, and to be honest with you, even if you go to the finals, you're still not winning, right? So it doesn't. Godfather. Oh wow, look at this guy. Yeah, right sorry,
1: here. that was Messiah Jury. Look at this you know, guy. You we got our with daily phone calls. Wow, you know.
0: So it's it's not like you're going to win regardless, right? So if if that's the case, then if you're just trying to build something that's constant, why not just keep the roster that you have? But if if you but on the flip side of things, I will say this: if you are willing to rebuild, they have a lot of pieces to trade off. I mean, Kevin Love, he's no slouch. George Hill, I think it would be a solid complementary piece as well as Rodney Hood and, and Clarkson and Nance. The problem with a lot of these players, though, is how much money they're getting paid. Because even though I think George Hill is a solid player, I don't know if that many teams that would want to pay him as much as he's getting paid. That I mean, that's the biggest problem. But I just I just I feel like if if I'm just being optimistic about that that roster, I don't think they they have players that are just so bad that they should just hit the restart button. Especially if they don't end up getting what they want from those players.
1: Might as well bring. I would I would just build from the ground up to be honest. That team was built to be around LeBron, and now that he's no longer there, I'm sure they'll play all right. But I don't think you can use anything they have now to build to what you want to accomplish in the future. I think what they should do what they did when they got Kyrie is just try and find an asset in the draft and or a trade for somebody you think is of value you can build around, and then just go from there. But I, I, like I don't think they should do what the Nets are doing and just buy high on players and then see if they pan out like Allen Crab.
0: Well, they don't they don't and, have to do that because they have their picks. I mean, that's that's the biggest difference there.
1: Yeah, there's that too. So, it might just be in their best interest to to begin to bomb. And so, uh what we're hearing about next year's draft is supposed to be a, a really dope draft, right? I think this year is supposed to be the the decent year and the next year is supposed to be the fantastic year. I mean, so I guess we'll hear a little bit more about it. Liangelo, he's he's going to be draft legible. Stop, right? stop,
0: stop, stop. <laughs>
1: yeah, but you get where I'm going, right? I, I see
0: what you're saying. I, don't I just I w- I just want to know, especially Kevin Love. I just want to know who who wants those players. That's all. Who who wants Kevin Love? Because I'm sure plenty of teams do, especially plenty, if he back to like plenty. low post Kevin Love. Whew. The old Kevin I miss Love? I'm going Mr. Old Kevin Love? Yeah.
1: I missed the old Kevin Love, man. 30. You remember those 30, 30 games he used to have? Oh, my God, man. I don't know what happened to him. Well, I do. LeBron did, but.
0: Or he could have just been a good player, putting them in great numbers on a bad team.
1: Nah, that's like saying that's what KG did, bro.
0: KG all, was not making not all, the playoffs. They were 51 team. What are you talking about? <laughs> They made it, the it to the conference finals. Team, they made it bro, to the com- it they made it to the conference finals one time, but they, one but time they were and still never made it back. But they were still a playoff team, and they were winning fifty games. So chill out, cut it. Up. That's
1: like the. It's basically like the Raptors and DeRozan. They made it to the conference finals one time. Every other time they they got eliminated by LeBron. Basically, okay, so when do you But it's LeBron? not it's
0: not the same thing. Kevin Love wasn't even making it to the playoffs. Matter of fact, they didn't even have a five hundred record outside of one season.
1: Do you think DeRozan can win six championships? Oh my God!
0: Stop! Where is this coming from? Where is this coming from?
1: Jeez. I'm sorry. I apologize. I didn't mean to say that. My bad.
0: Do you think DeMar DeRozan can win six championships? Oh my God! Not on that trash team. Um, <laughs> wow. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to look at these these rosters and try to figure you know what?
1: out. I'm in favor of conferences. Now that I think about it. Stop.
0: I'm trying to figure out, yeah, because because you trying to make sure your Raptors. Oh, let's let's talk about that too. So what? So now that the Raptors' Kryptonite is out of the East, what are y'all going to do? Are y'all are y'all finally going to make the finals, bro? Or are y'all still just so, going to lose? First, first we're gonna sign Dwayne Casey back. Stop.
1: Uh, <laughs> second, second we're gonna make it to the finals. Uh,
0: <laughs> he said we're gonna sign Dwayne Casey back.
1: Oh, my God. Stop. Oh, my God. LeBron should have told us, you know, <laughs> before we fired Dwayne Casey. <laughs> that he wasn't going to be around,
0: bro, because that's the only reason we did it, man. Oh, my God. So, are y'all, y'all going to be the Celtics, though? Y'all going to be the Sixers?
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure, for
0: sure. Okay, all right. All right I
1: like that. Celt- I mean, Sixers is light work, right? Okay. Celtics might be a little bit tougher. But uh, I think we'll manage, man. I think as a team, the Raptors usually perform well in the playoffs. We'll be all right. What?
0: Y'all, y'all, y'all do what in the playoffs, agent?
1: Huh? Y'all do what in the playoffs? Nah, it's just because for the first little bit, uh, Fred Van Fleet was injured. That's all. So when he oh. came back, you know,
0: yeah, Oh, I didn't see. I, didn't, I missed that part. Yeah, you did. You probably did. Oh, okay. All right. So y'all going to make the finals this year, right?
1: Look, I have a prediction, man. What's that? I think that I think that Dwayne Casey's gonna be exposed in Detroit.
0: You make me sick, Agent. Because when he was playing with y'all, no, no, cause just think about you it. You make me sick. Because as, you a, make me as sick. a
1: Raptors fan, do you remember why the podcast. We fired him? Wrap like, up the podcast? Do you remember do you remember game two against the Cavaliers when LeBron hit the, I think it was game two? When LeBron hit that game winner, and we're like, man, what the fuck can we do to win? Everybody agrees unanimously that LeBron should have been doubled on that possession. You know he's taking the shot. And in five seconds, they let him run across the entire court and get a shot off because Dwayne Casey failed to make the correct call. So let's let's move forward a little bit to, like, Game 3. I believe it was Game 3 or Game 4. No, it was Game 3 when he put in Lucas Naguera for some odd reason. And then the Cavaliers were oh, on this huge God. run. And you're thinking to yourself, yo, why would you put in Lucas Naguera in that situation? You know that's not a good idea, especially when other bigs were already working well. He tries to do too much things. And so I think more than anything, though, Dwayne Casey gave players very inconsistent minutes. So do you remember when James Johnson played for the Raptors? There was times where, like, for 50 games he wouldn't play, and then he would have to play 30 minutes a game for the next seven games. He didn't really—he just kind of going with the flow, going with what worked. But that lack of consistency, I think, can be detrimental to players. Honestly, I think the Raptors had a good identity and a good core. And I think he was a part of that. But— Detroit is is scattered, and uh, we seen Stan Van, and I thought maybe he would get the job done, and he couldn't. I just think like, man, if Stan Van couldn't get the job done, man, I don't know. I don't know if Dwayne Casey's gonna be able to just walk in there and somehow coach a team with Blake Griffin and Andre Drummond, and I'm sure they'll be healthy and stuff for the beginning of the season. But man, I'm not feeling bullish on on Dwayne Casey. Plus. If you remember, the reason they didn't resign him was because he was asking for like eight million a year, I believe. And so I don't remember what he got paid by Detroit, or if it was the same amount, or they matched it, or something. But it's—I mean, I don't know. I don't—I don't want to—I don't want to seem like a hater or nothing like no, that. No, you know, are. Not a you hater. are a hater. You're I'm a not, hater. I'm not a hater, or nothing like that. But you know, I just—I don't—I think that Detroit is a horrible team, man. And I don't oh think you can make God.
0: them shine.
1: you such a hater, bro. It makes no I, sense. I just, I'm just being honest. Can I be honest with you, man? You're I'm not su- allowed to be honest now. You're
0: such a hater. But, um... Yo, shout out to the...
1: I, uh, and that trade they made last year. Yeah, that trade is fucking. <laughs> that's, that's so stupid. Okay. All right. Um, Go ahead,
0: love. Well, I guess... We, I mean, is there anything else? We can just wrap up the pod real quick.
1: Yo, this is totally my pod. I don't know why you're wrapping it up. This is my wrap no, let's, Let
0: me just just wrap it up with a set of... um. Instead of our player of the pod, because we all know that's LeBron now. He, I know who he is. He's he's is, yeah. a great he's the greatest, greatest player of all time. Now, you want to? I cannot believe you. You, you, you just want to name the um, biggest winners and losers so far? You said what? Do you want to name some of the biggest winners and losers? No, no, no,
1: no. Let's wait till the next pod to do that because okay. we'll get a better idea of like who went where. Okay,
0: okay. So, um, who's your player of the pod thing, bro? Let, let us know.
1: My player of the pod is a uh, Nerlens Noel, man an example of a person who bet on himself and failed miserably uh i wish him the best and i hope he proves everybody wrong but i guess it's a lesson that when you bet on yourself sometimes you're just not good enough
0: <laughs> wow this guy right here <laughs> all
1: right man that's it yo, yo um uh, my
0: my player of the pod is the greatest of all time no <laughs> one the one the one and only lebron James, man, you know. Are you gonna say it twice? I think God, I think say it twice? I just I just gotta give it out to my man LB. You know, what I'm saying he out here doing this thing, making the right decisions. Hey yo, people out there, hit me up on Twitter. I have my uh my Lakers my Laker bandwagon application. You gotta just fill it out, send it back to me, and I'll get you processed really quick and soon. Maybe in the first uh, week or two, you maybe process if you jump on it real quick. But I have my Laker bandwagon fan application on my timeline so make sure you check that out get up get the application filled out and you'll be a laker fan you'll be a legit laker fan not just one of those Can i do
1: it would you allow me to do no, it
0: i wouldn't allow you to do it you stay you stay your, you stay your trash ass over in toronto
1: uh damn so you're basically closing this off against that's so i'm playing I'm playing, I'm playing
0: i'm playing border patrol like a uh, drake oh
1: wow all right interesting
0: if you bro it's all right.
1: Fam, you, you've seemed very adamant to close it out. Listen, man, thank you guys for uh, listening to the pod, man. Drop a little five-star. Uh, we're going to be back, hopefully, over the next three, four days. And uh, I hope by then we'll see where uh, some of the bigger free agents go, like DeMarcus Cousins and DeMar DeRozan. Uh But until the next one.
0: DeMar Rosen. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was going to wait for you to stop me. I was like, you're not going to stop me, man. You're just going to let me spit wrong facts <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> I'll catch you guys on the next pod, man. I'm out. We're out.
0: Peace. LA Yo, on subscribe. day. I'm out. I'm going to <laughs>